Hello and welcome to another episode of the Buckle Bomb Show here on Bomb Media Productions. I'm so happy to be here to talk professional wrestling with you again today. I am joined, for today at least, by my broadcast partner, Anthony Roan. Tony, how you doing, buddy? You know, that opening was more stale than these day-old muffins that I got from 7-Eleven and 19 and Fox Hollow. But they're a lot better than anything you'll get out of Chicago. Yeah, right. I'm sure about that. Um, well, for those of you that don't know, I'm just going to put this up front. Tony put a video out there in social media about me. I got banned on TikTok for harassment. But we talked it out a little bit. He's agreed to do the show. He wants to continue doing the show. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna try to be professional and get through this show and uh, hopefully, you know, I don't we're not live but we film live to tape so whatever happens on this show is what's gonna go on YouTube, but uh, we're we're gonna try and make it happen here. So we're gonna move. Bobby, there's nothing to worry about. You're freaking out over nothing, buddy. You have to remember, okay? The only reason why I put that video out there is because. I'm a little frustrated. It happens to the best of us. We all get frustrated with things. And sometimes the best way to clear up that frustration is airing it out. Come on, buddy. You never aired out anything in your life? Usually if I need to air something out, it's after I've gone and talked to the person. I don't just post random shit on Facebook about someone unless it's my last option. But... We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to go into it right now. Let's just move on with the show. All right? Can we do that? Fucking first story. Come on, stale paint. Let's get this rolling. All right. So uh, Braun Strowman made his return to WWE on Raw, interrupting a four-way tag team match and destroying everyone, including some security guards. Uh, He would also appear on SmackDown to beat up Alpha Academy. What do you think of Braun Strowman's return to WWE? He's controlling his narrative, and now he's going to go back to burying everybody in the tag team division. What else is there to say about that? think Nick's going to come back? What kind of stupid fucking question is, is Nick coming back? Is this what we're doing for this episode, Bobby? Really? Like, we're just going to run through these dumbass stories that really don't hold no bearing in the future long term. That's not really. Braun Strowman came back and ran through the entire tag team division. What is this, 2017? Is Vince McMahon in the back beating off to this? It's news. He made his big return. Whatever you want to think about it, he looked great. You can't deny that. He, he looked physically fantastic. You have EC3. Do you have news about EC3 appearing in NWA now? No, I don't. We've got a, we've got a lot of stuff to uh, talk about. Oh, okay. Maybe it'll be in the quick jabs at the end. You can bring uh, it up there. You know, that's why I have that there. Yep. So that's what you think Maybe about Braun Strowman. There's no, uh, no bearing on the future. It's not important at all to WWE, the former Universal Champion. He... He's going to scream a lot and run in circles around the fucking ring. What would he do? All right. Wonderful. Yeah, you're uh, doing real real professional right now. All right, we'll move on to the next topic. On SmackDown, Ronda Rossi would defeat Sonya Deville, Natalya, Lacey Evans, and Xia Li in 
a Fatal 5-Way Elimination Match, which is nice to see. I always like Elimination Matches to become the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship, setting up a SummerSlam rematch against Liv Morgan, who's fresh off her victory over Shayna Baszler at Clash of the Castle. What is your excitement level for this match? And uh, how do you see it playing out? You know, it. Ronda's going to win. Uh, but I think Bob said it best on Twitter, uh, speaking on behalf of Natalia. You know, where the fuck was she in this match? Veteran, excitement, star power. We, another fucking UFC wannabe Jamoke in WWE. And not even a wannabe. She was a hell of a fighter back in the day. Washed up UFC Jamoke. But you, th- you think Ronda's going to win the match at Extreme Rules? Do you think it's going to be a good match? You, are you interested in it? I mean, there's definitely the story there to be told after SummerSlam. However, with that being said, Liv can't carry Ronda for an entire match. Ronda can't carry Liv for an entire match. It's going to have to be slow, simple, and basic so everybody in the match understands. I uh, think Liv Morgan actually gets the victory here. Um, I think they did a disservice to Liv Morgan at SummerSlam with the bullshit sort of simultaneous tap-out pin um, where Liv tapped out just a second before the three came down. I think that was a big disservice to Liv. I think they need to go all out and give Liv a clean victory over Ronda Ronda Rousey here to really solidify her title rank. Um, How's this going to be a clean victory? It's Extreme Rules. You know what it's going to be in an Extreme Rules match. Not I can always guarantee it's that or a submission match. It's going to be one of the two stipulations. A submission match. You, you know what? That's You're probably right there. I'll give you that one. It probably will be a submission match. Um, I can see that. That would make it even more impressive if Liv Morgan were to get the victory here, storyline-wise. Uh, after the you know stupid ending at SummerSlam and then the surprise ending of beating the tough Shayna Baszler at Clash at the Castle. And I think that continues here. I think she'll get the victory here at Extreme Rules, and that'll propel her forward into hopefully uh, a better title reign that so far has been a little lackluster. Alright, we'll move on to some disappointing news for wrestling fans. Good news for college football fans. Pat McAfee uh, will not be on SmackDown through the rest of the college football season because he has accepted a position on College Game Day. Um which airs Saturday morning uh, on his daily YouTube broadcast, the Pat McAfee Show. McAfee said his intention was to still do SmackDown on Friday nights and somehow fly through the night to wherever game day would be taking place. But the uh, WWE themselves actually told Pat to instead take the time off from SmackDown, you know, do your gig at college game day, and that way you're not overworking yourself, flying through the night Friday night into Saturday morning, on probably no rest, already having to fly from Indiana to wherever SmackDown was earlier on Friday. So instead, just take the time off. We'll do without you for a few weeks. But this is obviously sad news for all of us WWE fans who really love Pat McAfee on on commentary. You know, I think this is the one story you and me can actually agree on wholeheartedly. Good on WWE for giving Pat McAfee the time off. I watched College of Game Day yesterday morning. And I'll tell you right now, Pat McAfee is the same Pat McAfee he is on SmackDown College Game Day, which was really surprising to me. Um, 
him being on the panel, everyone seemed a little bit looser. Lee Corso was having a blast with McAfee. Um, but were you expecting WWE to say no? Fox is owned by Disney, which owns ESPN. It's all the same fucking family umbrella. And they know how much of a uh, benefit having Fox Pat McAfee Fox Network is. is not owned by Disney. Fox is still owned by Rupert Murdoch, the network. It's just the movie studio that was bought by Disney. Learn your facts. But yes, ESPN has There's worked with Fox. ESPN has worked with Pat McAfee before, and yes, obviously they they know full well uh, his talents there. And yeah, you see what he's done for Michael Cole in wrestling, what he can do, I'm sure, to any uh, commentary booth or punditry desk. It's he's going to loosen everyone up and just have a good time, and that'll come across on screen, and it makes the show that much better. And we'll definitely be. Well, thanks for repeating what I just said. Good job. That's A plus fucking commentary. And we'll definitely miss him on SmackDown. All right, going on to the some of the news that everyone wants to hear us talk about. Um, AW All Out. AW itself had one hell of a week. We had our show, our last show aired obviously Sunday morning, and then it was immediately out of date because. Of all the shit that went down Sunday night. Uh, We'll start with the pay-per-view itself. uh, Which would see a Mass Devil win the Casino Ladder Match chip. Tony Storm would win the Interim AEW Women's Championship match. Uh, Swerve in Our Glory would uh, successfully defend their Tag Team Championships against a very popular The Acclaimed. Um, The Beep would beat... Uh, would win the uh, first trios championships and Leap would beat John Moxley to become AEW world champion. Uh, setting aside everything else that happened after the pay-per-view, just looking at the pay-per-view itself, and of course, I almost forgot to mention there, you see MJF in the graphic, he would appear at the end of that main event match uh, and face down the winner of the match, CM Punk there. What do you think of the show itself, setting aside everything else that happened after and just talking about the show? You know, you want to get on my shit about getting my stuff straight with the whole Fox deal? Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here. Did Thunder Rosa not cut a promo saying that she was relinquishing the AEW Women's Championship? I didn't. I I missed that completely. Would she announce her injury? I missed that completely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th- that wouldn't be interim at that point, would it? Wait, uh, you're talking about when she announced her injury? Do a belt no, that, belt? it's an interim belt. Again, learn your facts. It is an inter. It is the interim. Tony Storm is no. the interim women's champion. I thought you're talking about it all out. She cut a promo. You talk. You're talking about the original no, promo. No, no, no. All yeah, right. It's interim. Listen, listen. Lord Bomb knows it all. Okay, fuck me. So the pay per view itself. We're going to disagree about it. I thought it was pretty decent. It wasn't a knockout-of-the-park AEW interview or pay-per-view. My apologies. Um, you know, there was definitely some things on this card that I was pissed off about going into it that I had changed my mind about afterwards. Perfect example of that. Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed. I thought that that match should have been The Young Bucks versus FDR. All titles on the line. 
And that would have been that. That would have been a perfect match. But surprisingly enough, Heel Swerve in Our Glory is one of the best teams that's in AEW right now next to FTR. And the Acclaimed are a surprising third. Yeah, the Acclaimed are quite the match here. And I just want to point out, learn your facts. It is Interim Women's Championship. Uh, Thunder Rosa is still your AEW Women's Champion. And I'm sure we'll have a match with Tony Storm or whoever is the interim champion at that point in time. But yeah, the pay-per-view itself I thought started really badly. That ladder match was horrendous, especially the finish. Uh, I love the Rolling Stones, but it was it was kind of a weird, stupid finish. And of course, we didn't get the blow-off for it for like 18 hours later. It was such a long-ass pay-per-view. Um, the first couple of matches after that were garbage, I thought. But it, it slowly uh, built itself up and got better. I did like the women's match. I did like the tag team titles match, even though I, I probably thought the acclaim should have went over. And yeah, the Punk Moxley match was was great as we all expected. You know. Uh, wait, wait. Which women's match? You said the women's match. The uh, women's, the interim title match, the four-way. All right. So you weren't a fan of uh, Jade Cargill and was Shockmaster and herself? That went about how we expected. And no, I wasn't a fan of that match, to be honest with you. It was a little sloppy. Hey, look, we agree on something else. It was, it was still, you know, you can still tell Jade's pretty green in there. Um... And didn't seem to have a lot of chemistry with Athena. Anything else you want to talk about with this pay-per-view? Of course, we at the end, MJF coming back, which gets overshadowed by everything else that would happen after the pay-per-view. But really should be an incredibly big deal. Yeah, you know, at first, not going to lie, I hated the way they brought, the way the casino ladder match ended. Uh, I thought it was very Vince McMahon-esque. Like, he maybe had his hand in the pop backstage somewhere. But, uh, you know, it, it made sense. It absolutely made sense in the end. And the other reason why I loved it so much is it confirmed that W. Morrissey does have a job with AEW. Yeah. Yeah, that it did. All right. So we'll move on to the post-all-out media scrum, which... Uh, has been memed to death, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, we've all seen it by now. The, the media scrum after the pay-per-view was pretty crazy. CM Punk would go off on a rant about Colt Cabana, the AEW EVPs, namely, or he didn't name them specifically, but we all know he was talking about the Elite, uh, and the wrestling media itself. We'll get to the altercation that happens after the scrum, or at least after CM Punk's portion of the scrum in a minute. But what did you think of Punk's comments itself at the scrum before we get into the fight? Completely fucking unprofessional and uncalled for. You know, you want to say, you know, if you have problems with somebody, you should talk to them face to face before you call them out. And then sit here and defend CM Punk for going into a media scrum with national media and call out your bosses, call out your former best friend for having a checking account with his mother, which is fucked up because that could be a reason for a multitude of things. 
and then crying bitch because you got called part-timer in a promo. Suck a fucking dick, dude. Grow up. He wants to talk about being the second city saint and how nobody can kill him. I'm pretty sure if that referee didn't pull Mickey Gall off of him, CM Punk wouldn't be fucking walking right now. Real fighting. You know, when he tried to be in the UFC and made like a minute and 39 seconds in an octagon? Real badass. Yeah. Well, glad glad you're talking about this very seriously. CM Punk, obviously he's always been hot-headed and short-tempered. Uh, he's always been a handful to deal with. There's no denying that. The scrum, I personally enjoy some of the things he said. I think the EV, I think the EVPs shouldn't be EVPs. I always thought that was a bad idea. Uh, and the story that obviously set Punk off was the Colt Cabana story, the um, story that had been rumored and out there that Colt, Colt Cabana was demoted from AEW and put on the Ring of Honor roster because of CM Punk, which Tony Khan and CM Punk himself have denied CM Punk doing it here. And if he had said just that, I don't think any of us would have a problem with, hey, this rumor is fucking stupid. It's not true. And if he had just said that, I think we would be in agreement that that's fine. But... It's what he said after going on about... And, and obviously somewhat rehearsed. He picked a guy for the first question who he knew, or thought he knew at least, was a friend of Colt Cabana's. Turns out they hadn't been friends in a while, so it kind of threw him off a little bit. He had to continue saying something, even though it kind of didn't make full sense since this guy wasn't friends with Scott Colton anymore. But that obviously went too far and was unprofessional. There was no reason to air the dirty laundry between Colt and Punk and their history there. It's it's way in the past. Just bring up the fact that you had nothing to do with him going to Ring of Honor. And we're good. Now it actually makes you look like you did have something because you st- you're still holding a grudge. Um, moving up. Well, let me ask you something before we move on. You brought up the fact that you didn't think the elite should be EVPs in all elite wrestling, right? right? You know the story behind all elite wrestling, right? I know the basics, yeah. Tony Khan reached out to CM Punk a year prior. Punk wasn't ready to come back to mm-hmm. wrestling yet. So let me ask you this. if Let's say roles were reversed and a year prior, CM Punk agreed to be an EVP of All Elite Wrestling or All Chicago Wrestling, which is what it fucking seems like it is now, or All Punk Wrestling or All Chick Magnet Wrestling, whatever you call it. Would you be okay with Punk being an no. EVP? No. Really? No, uh, not if he's an active talent. No. I always think it's a bad idea. It gets heat on the wrestler who's an EVP or who's got the book or whatever. Historically, it's always been an issue. Kevin Nash has all kinds of heat with wrestlers to this day, with Goldberg to this day, because because of when he had the book in WCW. Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes would always get heat. And it's... To a certain degree working here, you don't hear a whole lot of public stories right now, but there's been hints and things sort of whispered about that there are stories, that there are people unhappy with how the elite are handling things, with how the Bucks and Kenny Omega handle things sometimes behind the scenes. You know, the joke is out there. It's not all elite wrestling. It's all friends wrestling. That sort of deal. As soon as, you know, there is... You know, obviously, 
Cody Rhodes had his scrape with the Elite. We have no idea exactly what that entailed, but he's no longer a part of the company. And obviously, for whatever reason, CM Punk thought the Elite were the ones that leaked, true or not, thought the Elite were the ones that were leaking the Colt Cabana info to the wrestling media. Which sounds like it wasn't true, according to some in the wrestling media that wasn't our source. But, you know, that's a perfect example. They Because they're in that position... <sighs> Because they're in that position, they've got, they're going to take the blame a lot of times, and now you've got a wrestler under them who's pissed off at them and goes public about it as much as maybe he shouldn't have. All right. I guess we'll move on from that into the uh, fight, the altercation that took place after the pay per view. Um, it looks like. Uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega would show up to CM Punk's locker room. A skirmish would ensue that supposedly supposedly lasted six minutes. Uh, the rumors and the details of the skirmish are all over the place from precisely how the elite approached the locker room. Were they calm? Did they kick in the door? Everywhere in between, the stories are all over the place. Did uh, It's been said that Matt Jackson threw the punt first punch. It's been said that CM Punk threw the first punch. We're kind of leaning towards CM Punk through the first punch. But, you know, obviously there's the Ace Steel stuff, him throwing a chair, biting Kenny Omega, all this all this stuff. And, of course, poor Larry there to witness it all. Uh, what do you think of these events? And where do you see AEW going from here? I already know that everyone involved has been suspended pending an investigation. Uh, they stripped everyone of their titles that was involved. Where do you see... AEW going from here. All right, well, let's keep it on going from here because we all know you can't stay fucking non-biased enough to actually admit that CM Punk does anything wrong. I so I sincerely think what we see going from here, let me finish. I think what we see going from here is uh, you're going to have an all-elite reunion by WrestleMania in WWE. It's already been reported on Wrestling Observer Radio that the elite have put their feelers out there to see how Triple H feels about no, That wouldn't about be until them. 2024 when their deal's up. <laughs> well, that's true, but Tony Khan does have a habit of letting people go, especially if they request it. Uh, we just saw that with Malachi Black, allegedly, hopefully. Maybe not so much. It's not confirmed yet, but they just released Brody King as a solo wrestler t-shirt on their shop. I mean, you don't get a solo T-shirt if you're in a faction. Do you ever remember a Shawn Michaels or Triple H solo T when they were at the height of right. DX? So, anything's possible right now. As far as the whole CM Punk and the suspension thing, suspensions were necessary until they got to the bottom Agreed. of what actually happened. Now, in terms of C in terms of CM Punk ever getting punished for anything, not going to fucking happen. He's going to be out for eight months with a goddamn elbow injury or torn tricep is what torn they tricep. said it was. So how are you going to suspend a man for another eight months or however long the suspension for the elite's going to be after he's already out for eight months? Now, they need to still because it's not fair to say that your suspension was rehab time. But there's also people that point that he's not with the company anymore. We all know Ace Steel's not coming back for damn sure. 
I think, honestly, non-bias aside, we need to look at the big picture here. If it all comes out that CM Punk threw the first punch and he's he's done with AEW, where does he go? Is, is he going to, like, go suck off fucking Freddie Prince Jr. to get a job? He's not going to end up in Impact. He's not going to end up in New Japan. That's a relationship with AEW. Is he going to go to CMLL? I don't. I don't work with style think CM every Punk other weekend. Wrestling. You know this. I, I think he enjoyed doing this, and he was happy to go back to AEW. You know there are reports out there that he started to get, you know, more and more miserable the last few months just before his uh, injury, his initial injury, but. You know, he doesn't need wrestling. You know, I'm, maybe a feeler will be sent out by Triple H and the WWE if he is, in fact, fired by AEW. But I, that, that's a bridge <laughs> too far, too. Will they, you know, they see this mess. Will they want to deal with Punk again? And they'd have to heal, do some healing, Dude, too. I don't care if Vince is gone or not. Punk's never going back to WWE. So the marks to still fucking chance CM Punk need to get that out of their fucking heads. That dude will never have a job in a major wrestling promotion again. Guarantee it. If he's done with AEW. And uh, to me, a lot of this hinges on whether or not the Bucks and Omega, how they approached Punk's locker room. Because if it's to the level where they were yelling and screaming and pissed off and kicking the door in, that's conduct on becoming an officer of the company. An executive in that company can't be doing that shit. The fight wouldn't have happened if they hadn't have done that for sure. So there's some culpability there. You could argue even if Punk threw the first punch, and obviously even if it was obvious that they were the aggressors at that point, them escalating the situation by forcefully entering the locker room, if that's the case, or however that happened, if that's the side that's true, and we don't know that for sure. We don't know anything for sure, really. Then... There's a legal issue there as well. Obviously, you could have an assault issue with Punk and with uh, Ace Steel. But on the flip side of that, you can have, as executives of All Elite Wrestling, the company, coming in and starting a fight with you and creating a hostile work environment and that sort of deal. You could make the argument that CM Punk could sue those individuals and AEW, the company, for that. And if they fire him as a result of this fight, he could. there, there might even be a wrongful firing, uh, though that's more of a stretch. <laughs> oh, my God. Get his nutsack off your chin, bro. You're talking about fucking culpability yeah. here. The culpability should have been if CM Punk didn't intentionally call on that journalist trying to start some shit about Colt Cabana, this would never happen. Sure. They are now saying that when they say kick the door in, it's for sure confirmed. It's an expression. And who cares if they kick the fucking door in? Who's running the building that night? The company. The company, which consists of Officers, as such as the EVPs, the elite, they have the right to go in whatever fucking room in that building that they want to at that time. They it's they can't be creating a hostile work environment, and no matter no matter what kind of fucking what no, a, no matter no, what no, kind no. of fucking and environment or whatever. You have to talk to your employer or walk the fuck off a job. What? 
So, okay. Are we fucking done with the show yet? No, we still got a little more to talk about here. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, look, if if you if you are with you manage your little uh, car wash over there. If you were to come up to your one of your employees, they pissed you off. They'd said something, posted something online. They pulled a Tony and posted something online, talking shit about you. And they were in a room somewhere, and you go come busting in that room, whether you kick the door down or not. And you get in their face, and you start screaming at them, and you kind of got them cornered in a little room, and they swing at you. Yeah, there's fault in that person, but there's fault on you too for acting like an asshole. And coming in and getting in that person's face and creating a hostile environment and escalating the situation rather than than trying to de-escalate the situation. First off, if you ever say anything about my workplace again, I will literally slap the fucking taste out of your mouth, okay? It's better than being cooped up in my own fucking personal home because I can't bear the fact to leave my house for more than five minutes. Secondly... I don't know if you've ever actually seen what a locker room looks like inside of an arena, but it's not a tiny little fucking room. Okay? I, the fuck do you think this is? Like, he's fucking getting changed in a goddamn janitor's if closet? If he's in a private locker room, which is what it sounds like, it could be just in a little office room somewhere. It's not necessarily a big size locker room, especially at the now arena. Jesus Christ. Have you ever watched a UFC fight, a boxing match? perfect example if you ever seen an episode being the elite because they show their locker rooms all the fucking time it's not tiny by any stretch of the imagination sure okay but when it's three guys coming in and it's just you and your dog and your buddy's wife and you're in they come in rushing at you angry yelling talking and sure okay you're already amped up a little bit too you're going to feel defensive. You might feel cornered. It doesn't matter how big or small the room is. No, now it's fucking semantics. Now it doesn't matter the size of the room. I never right? said the room was small Before, to it was begin a small with, room. but all right. Yes, you go. we'll rewind the tape. Everybody, you can watch this later and judge for yourself. But secondly, okay, now we want to talk about the dog. Should the dog have fucking been there in the first place? Because Larry's not a service animal. Is he? <laughs> you know that so are you saying that are you saying that he shouldn't have brought larry to the arena in chicago not if he knew that he was going to start hostility real life hostility with other people oh, think he didn't know that the life, elite were to, much like that, you're doing that right company now, officials were to be coming to his locker room happens outside of this camera where i can see you in public and you can't hide behind a fucking keyboard at that point right Maybe CM Punk forgot that the people he was talking shit about were in close proximity to him and could have easily reached out and touched him at any fucking moment. And now you want to talk about the dog itself. See, the, the dog that was protected by one of the EVPs. Yeah. Supposedly, he still yeah. got bit by a steel. Yeah. That, that side-by-side image is fucking perfect of Larry and Ace Steel. If I told you Ace was the one that bit somebody and... Larry was protected by somebody. Which one would you think was Larry and which one would you think was Ace? I'll give I mean, you that Come one. on, dude. I'll give You're you a fucking one. man and you bit somebody? You're a man and you bit somebody. And pulled hair, too. What kind of fifth grade backyard bitch-ass bullshit is this? 
That's the story that's out there. We don't know what's true. We don't know exactly what the situation is. But, you know, go ahead and pass judgment before we know everything. Sure. I better shut up before I get held culpable on anything. Jesus fuck. No, see, that would be me as as the person running this show and this content creation company that I'm trying to start up here. You know, if I were to come at you a certain way or attack you publicly or even privately, then then maybe I would, there would be an issue here. But you just randomly attacking me and going off here for no goddamn reason... If you're upset with me about something, about, you know, how long it's taken Qualified Human to get off the ground, and I'm kind of glad it didn't because it would screw up the channel and it would be a bad idea for Qualified Human itself if we went with the original idea. I'm trying to study and learn more about YouTube, do a different channel, but that we can't just launch it with one weekly channel or one weekly show. All this stuff that I'm trying to learn and I wanted to talk to you about here soon, but instead... You post a stupid fucking video going off on me. For, you know, for no reason. And hey, do I have the best podcast voice? No, I don't. I'm trying to get better at it. I certainly am. I can be boring sometimes, I'm sure. That's why I brought you in. I thought, I thought you'd be better, but you're marginally better. And... Yeah, marginally better enough to actually pull me aside at a friend's wedding... To beg and plead with me to come on and do a wrestling show with you. This wasn't my idea. I didn't need Bob Media Productions. When you asked and asked and begged me to come on, I agreed. When I came up with the idea for Qualified Human, being a loyal person, I came to you with the idea. When I've been offered to run a wrestling show weekly on a bigger platform and get paid for it, I've turned it down because loyalty to Bobby. What point has that loyalty been returned to me? I'm thankful that you've been loyal. We can wait. But if if you've had issues, I had no idea you had these fucking issues. You could fucking talk to me about them. You don't have to post shit online. I'm glad you've been loyal to me. And yeah, I did want to do this show with you. And I still want to do this show with you. But... The way the way you're coming off here is, quite frankly, the whiny crybaby here, who <laughs> you just blowing up at me for no goddamn reason. All right, this show's done for for this week at least. You, do you want to come back and do next week's show, or do you want to go do your paid gig? We'll fucking see. Yeah, I literally, this is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. The only person I know who can sit around and talk shit about the way somebody runs something when they can't run their own thing right themselves. I mean, that's kind of like fucking pissing into the wind, if you ask me. Right, uh, a, a, a multi-million dollar the, company the is the same thing as, as a little thing that I'm trying to do on YouTube that's not even set up as an LLC yet. But, you know, yeah, let's fuck, apples to apples comparison yeah, the right fuck, there. Good job. The, the fuck do I know, though, because I only run a little ass car wash or some shit like that. Go hide back in your bedroom for another week. You'll see some sunlight eventually looking so fucking pasty right, white. Right, this show's done. We don't need to air this in public. I'm, I'm over it. Everyone, yeah. 
please like, subscribe, follow us on show, follow me on social media, follow Bomb Media Productions on social media. We're gonna. This is just just follow me there, and I'll keep you up to date with everything that's happening. If this this show's gonna continue one way or another, if I need to find someone else, if I need to do it by myself, I'll do it by myself. Whatever, I've got other friends that have a voice too and that like wrestling. So Tony. I'll see you later, man. We'll talk later. We'll see what happens. Yeah, all right. Show's done. This is... Yeah, get fucked. Of course it's done. No. This is your no, stop shit. that Go shit. Go ahead and fucking run. You do this fucking running shit all the goddamn running time. Running shit? Are you serious? I. When have I ever ran oh, from you? Proceeding announcement oh, has been paid for so by ridiculous. Bomb Media So ridiculous. Fuck I don't run here. from you. I'm so you, done you, with this fucking show. You make show. a stupid fucking this video show is so that comes 